Hello and welcome to The Coordinate, an Attack on Titan podcast, except for today we're talking about Chainsaw Man again, instead of Attack on Titan because Attack on Titan's not airing. I'm Tyler and I'm currently massaging my cat's head because it's like aggressively trying to get me to pet him. Anyways, so yeah, me and Bill had no plans to talk about Chainsaw Man like episode by episode, but we're both watching it and he did one last week and we didn't talk about this at all but i guess we're doing it because i feel like talking about this one uh but before getting into episode two of chainsaw man uh, i just wanted to talk a little bit more about like why we went on a break and all that like with my son's health and whatnot um so yeah i, I won't bog it down too much but uh yeah my son he got diagnosed with hus which is like a rare complication with an e coli infection we don't know how he got e coli but you know he's too like two-year-olds like drink out of puddles and weird things like that and you can't really stop them because they just do crazy things constantly yeah so we're thinking something like that happened or maybe he got it in food but we don't really know but because of that he was in the hospital for just shy of a month and uh, he had to have dialysis for like 10 days straight and yeah it was a lot that was at like we, we got home near the end of august so we've been been back for a while but i'm also doing like a really big remodel in my house so just all my free times going there um and then you know it took him a while to readjust but he's pretty good now uh so anyways uh this episode is called arrival in tokyo i think yeah uh chainsaw man season one episode two arrival in tokyo and yeah i thought this episode was great i liked the first episode i was a little disappointed in how it ended not with seeing chainsaw man but uh it seemed like everything with the yakuza was like wrapped up in a nice neat bow sort of you know dingy got all of his organs that he sold back and it just seemed like you know his life was going to be headed in a better place and it was going to maybe be more of like a traditional demon slaying anime like less about his his personal struggles and you know things like that which i thought that was the stuff i thought was interesting from the first episode was how you know he was just like the least lucky person in the world essentially i was worried that that was all like wrapped up in a nice neat bow and it was just going to be kind of boring from this point on but uh clearly it's not because he is being like manipulated by uh makama makina makina i think that's right (laughs) And by him, I mean dingy, which I didn't realize the name dingy sounds like the word dingy until I listened to Bill's episode. And then I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Like, I assume that was intentional that they gave him a name that sounds like the English word dingy, which is, you know, like gross and nasty ish, you know, like a, a dingy room, depressing. I don't know. It seems to fit his character. If that was accidental, weird. I don't know. I don't know if Dingy's like a normal Japanese name or it's like this is the first time anyone's ever seen it. Um, my cat is like still coming after me. I don't know what his deal is right now. But um, yeah, so I, I really liked. Jace, can you please leave the room? Oh god, the cat's climbing a ladder. Uh, so the episode starts with uh, Dingy and Makima. Mak- what is it? Makima is how it's written, 
but I swear they pronounce it Machina, which is easier for me to say. So Dingy and Makima are in the car, and she's like, hey, we're about to go through like this checkpoint or whatever, and you should put this jacket on because you'll be suspicious if you're shirtless. But then he never buttons it up, which is weird. And like he has, he, he's a guy with a pull chain in the center of his chest. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how effective the jacket is, but I just thought that was funny. Then they go out to get breakfast, and he, like, passes out into uh, Makima's chest. And I'm surprised he doesn't count that as touching boobs, because that that is later we find out that that is his current, like, life goal. The interactions between them are interesting, because, like, Denji seems to recognize that she's treating him like a dog, but his only relationship to this point, like, only positive relationship to this point was with his dog-like devil. So guess he thinks that that's like a good relationship. Like he, he's into it. Like, you know, um, yeah, Denji's like very pathetic. Um, you know, you feel real bad for him and stuff. But yeah, so I think that's an interesting dynamic and I'm curious to see where it goes. Next, he gets like partnered up with Hayakawa. Um we don't really know too much about him. Apparently his entire family was killed in front of him by devils and Makima saved him somehow, which I'm curious about because they all seem like roughly the same age. I'm assuming Makima's older, but I don't think she'd be older than like 25. I don't know how old Denji is. I think he's still like a teenager though. They go out and they're supposed to be like, I guess, patrolling Hayakawa. <laughs> I keep forgetting his name. Hayakawa. Uh, he like beats the crap out of Denji because he's like, hey, if you're not in this for the right reasons, you're going to get killed. And I'm like being merciful by doing this. And, you know, he could tell that Denji's only in it because he wants to like hook up with Makima. And that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> but then Denji retaliates by kicking him in the nuts. And there's a great line. He he's, Denji's talking about how anytime he fights a guy, it, he kicks him in the nuts and he says it's nuts or nothing i think yeah he says it's nuts or nothing and he like kicks him so hard in the nuts that he passes out and he has to carry him back to makima and uh, he, he tells makima that it was like the nut devil that did it <laughs> so th i thought that was pretty good then they end up going to like investigate or try to kill a fiend which is interesting and we learned that fiends have like characteristic heads uh, oh, by the way, a fiend is like a person that's being controlled by a devil. I think they have to be a corpse, but I'm not positive. And some interesting things happen there because Hakima wants to see Dingy do his whole devil thing and become Chainsaw Man, but Dingy doesn't. And Dingy says it's because he he could have ended up like this guy who was like a a fiend. So he wants to give him like a painless death, but then it's revealed that he did it to not get blood on a couple of like porn magazines. <laughs> so I don't know which one's right. I, I feel like maybe both. Cause then he has like this whole conversation with Hakima afterwards where he's like, if I, you know, if I could befriend a devil, I would become friends with the devil. Cause I don't have any friends. And it's like, Oh yeah, this guy's sad. I remember this, this guy's sad. Yeah. So I don't know which one is the truth or if it's a little bit of both. Um, I do like that he doesn't become Chainsaw Man in this episode because I think it's cool that that's not going to get like played out. Like it seems like he's going to be maybe for the most desperate cases. I mean, he was you know 
a formidable devil hunter before he got the chainsaw powers also the chainsaw powers look like they would hurt and you know he does pass out at the beginning of this episode because he said that he lost blood uh when he was the chainsaw man so there's another great line here where dingy's like talking to the the dead fiend and he's like so since i give you a painless death i get to keep these <laughs> talking about the porn and then he goes he's flipping through it and then he just goes secured and then this is the part where he decides his like mission in life is to touch boobs because he's like checking out the the cops have to like defend the family he assumes that hayakama i'm just gonna make up a name yeah i don't i i don't want to keep looking at my notes so <laughs> i'm just gonna say an h sounding name every time i have to say this guy's name for it this episode maybe the future until like his name is in my head but yeah, so he assumes he's on some kind of like revenge mission, you know, going after the devils that killed his family unless Makima killed them all, presumably. I don't know. He revenge stuff probably. So he's like, I need I need something. Like, I've got food, I get to take a bath all the time, I get to work with a hot chick. What what is my life missing? It feels like a ten out of ten. And then he decides his boobs. He, he needs to touch boobs. Well, he really wants to score with Makima. <laughs> That's it. We're finally gonna score. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> uh, Bill mentioned that this is like more perverted than Attack on Titan, which is I think something we both enjoy about Attack on Titan is that it's not really perverted. You have like Reiner makes like some perverted comments like three times throughout like the entire series, but like yeah, they're they're nothing crazy. But yeah, it doesn't really bother me in this sense. Like I I just don't like when animes like super sexualize young characters and that's not happening here. Also it's really like the pervy old man trope that bothers me in anime. You know, like um uh, what's his name? Can't even think of his real name. Uh, Naruto has a pervy sage. He's great sometimes, but then he's like frustratingly annoying when he's just being pervy and spying on women um, in the nude. But that's, that's not cool. And then, you know, same thing with Master Roshi. He's just a gross old pervert. But yeah, it doesn't bother me in this because it seems, you know, he's like a teenager who's never had any kind of relationship with, you know, anyone let alone like a woman so it, it makes sense for to me for him to be like this and that be he's just like a horny teenager and that that fits his character i think after this he finds out that he's getting assigned a partner who is a fiend who is named power and so she is a fiend in like teenage young adult woman i don't know it's body and i really like the character power she was really fun <laughs> but before talking about her too much uh, there's something I noticed. So she, she has horns, which they say are like make her too obvious that she's a fiend. So they have to like patrol from the top to like not raise suspicions that there's a fiend. But one, she could just wear a hat. But two, she also has like eyes that are kind of weird. I noticed that Makima has uh, eyes that are like bull's eyes, uh, not like a bull's eye, but you know, like a target, like a circular patterns kind of going back to naruto it's kind of like the renegon uh except for not purple and yeah i always think of the renegon as onion ice but anyways so uh yeah so she's got those and so i'm curious if like is she a fiend and it's just like less obvious maybe she has little tiny baby horns and they're like under her hair um something like that i i don't know because she's in charge of a team that's made up of weird people essentially because she has a, at least a fiend 
and now Denji, who's like a human devil hybrid. So, anyways, so they go patrolling, and yeah, power's great. She like smacks Denji on the back of the head, and she's like, "Find me something to kill." <laughs> and then eventually they do run into something. Before that, they run into a cat, and it's like right after she's talking about wanting to kill something and like taste blood and all that. And I'm like, "Oh my god, she's going to eat this cat." So, any last meows? Huh? No? Then I'll see you in a few days. But she doesn't, thankfully. So that I really appreciated not seeing a cat get eaten. So then they come across a sea cucumber devil, which is like, looks like a sea cucumber with like fingers poking out of it and a skull. And she like makes a hammer out of blood from her wrist and just like does a big hammer on it. And I thought that was great. Jace, go away. Jace is my cat. He's now pushing my microphone. So if you heard a bump there, that was Jace. Jace, I'm almost done. But yeah, so I thought this episode was fantastic. I liked it a lot more than the first, um, which I enjoyed the first. And yeah, I don't know. We didn't plan to cover this, but I think a lot of it makes sense as far as going from Attack on Titan to this series. It's just the, the like body horror of him turning into the chainsaw man uh i don't know it's kind of it reminds me of the first time i saw attack on titan i thought it was really creepy but not that i really thought chainsaw man was creepy it's just really weird and there's nothing i haven't really seen anything else like it and in that way uh it reminds me of attack on titan that's just like a pretty unique idea unlike Jujutsu Kaisen which I know people say is great we've only watched the first three episodes but it just seemed kind of like your stock standard uh shonen anime where this seems like a little different but I don't know we'll see we'll stick with it for a little bit we'll probably at least watch the first season I don't know if we'll be doing episodes weekly we're currently behind a week um I'm recording this just as the third episode should be coming out any minute now but yeah um go ahead and if you want to chat with us about this anime suggest animes to us you can email us at coordinatepod at gmail.com uh let us know what you think about us covering this i if we keep doing it like second season we might make like a separate feed i don't really know also you can join our discord at probablywork.com slash discord follow uh me at jack scott called on social media i pretty much only use twitter but other than that Uh, I'll see you next time. Don't get eaten. going to record a chainsaw man episode two episode and not know that i did it because we didn't talk about it and then i upload it and then he uploads one and then there's two episodes